Hey, plumbing bros, Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber here, and welcome to episode number 57 of Potty Talk Live, where I talk with plumbing professionals just like you all over this big, beautiful world of ours. She's called a mum among men. She's Ann Timpany, founder of ONTAP Plumbers, a multi-million pound plumbing company in St. Albans, United Kingdom. And she's my special guest on this episode of Potty Talk Live, and it starts right now. Hey, 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 plumbing bros, welcome to Potty Talk Live, where we take it into the trenches, the crawl spaces, basements, kitchens, and baths, all around this big, beautiful world of ours, to talk to plumbing professionals just like you. Hey there, I'm Richard Bain, the Million Dollar Plumber, coming at you live from Command Central here in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana, USA, where I'm feeling pumped. I've been looking forward to this one. Hey, we have the lovely Laura in the house. Hey, sweetheart. Hey, baby. How you doing? Oh, great. Oh. I know we can't. I know we're excited. We we have uh we have Ann Timpany on the on the program here. So all the way across the pond, our cousin from across the pond. All right. Hey, and she has a great uh, first of all, a great story. Um, you know, she's a a mother of uh, I think three. We're gonna find out about that. And um, but uh, founded a plumbing company. And um, just didn't just find, you know, found some little plumbing company. I mean, she's grown it into a multi-million pound, you know, plumbing company. She's gone from service into a commercial, which those boys are tough, you know. So she's been doing it all. And um, and she's going to have some huge nuggets of gold to drop on us here. So I can't wait to get to her. And looking good. In fact, do we have a, can we, we have a, let's show a little bit. I got to show it off a little bit. I'm kind of proud that uh, she's taking the time here. There she is. And uh, got some awards. We're gonna go through that. I mean, I mean, she's done a she's done a lot here. Show the logo here. They were there over there in the UK. So, so all right. So, so my my brother's down in Southern Indiana. That's the UK. That's United Kingdom to you guys. Okay. All right. All right. You know, that's where uh, that's the motherland, so to speak. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, we have to ask her. Yeah, lovely Laura wants to know if she attended the wedding. I think she probably had better things. Well, maybe not. I mean, that's we'll, we'll find out. But what I ask, you know, over here we're all we're all about the wedding, and it's you know it's not even our family. But <laughs> all right, it is fun. It is fun. All right, but uh, looking good. All right, her stuff looks good. Hey, and you got to look good. All right, if you're a professional plumber. You got to look like a professional plumber, all right? It's important what your logo looks like. I think, I think, and I think she came back, you know, marketing background and all that. And that's why her, man, she gets it. So, hey, listen up because she's going to have some, I'm sure, some nuggets of gold to drop there. But hey, your stuff's got to look good. Your logo's got to look good. Your materials that you hand out to your customers, you know, even, even your, your invoices, all that stuff's got to look good. Your business cards, it's got to look good, all right? You got to look like a professional plumber. And I get it. We're plumbers, all right? We weren't, you know, we're not artists or graphic designers. You know, but that's no excuse. All right. Especially today, you can do what do what the lovely Laura and I have done and what we still do. We use design crowd. OK, because with design crowd is like having your own in-house graphic design department for a lot less. All right. Without all the big expense and they make it easy. Design crowd makes it so easy to, uh, to get your designs and get, get your graphics taken care of. All you do is create a brief. That's just their fancy smancy way of saying create a job so you create your job and then after you create your job you start receiving unique designs from around the world within hours that's that quickly all right from around the world or artists from all over the world graphic designers all, all over the world then you simply select and approve your favorite design and there you got it a top-notch professional design at a fraction and that's the key key word there a fraction of the cost Simply go to www.themilliondollarplumber.com forward slash design crowd and start getting your professional designs today. Hey, because you're a professional plumber, you should look like one, okay? Hey, and if you are wanting to be a professional plumber, okay, there we go. Um, if you are looking to be a professional plumber, that's, um, you know, you got your plumbing license, your plumbing truck and a plumbing dream. All right. There's some, some things you got to know. You know, just just like Ann, she got she had it figured out already, and that's what it takes to be a you know a million multi million pound plumber. But there's there's seven must knows, and I put it down in my my ebook. 
the seven must knows to be a million dollar plumber. Okay, you got to know these things to be successful. And I made it also easy for you to get because it's free. All right, no strings attached, no catch. It's free. I, I want to get this into your purple primer stained hands. All right, you got to know these things if you're looking to do your own thing. Simply type free in the comments and I'll get it right out to you. All right, enough of that. I want to get Ann in here. We have Ann Timpany, founder of On Tap Plumbers out of St. Albans, UK. Ann, how you doing? You ready to rock Potty Talk Live? Hi, Richard. Yes, I am. How are you? I'm doing great. I've been I've been so excited to talk with you. I'm finally, uh, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you had a busy day. It's probably what, it's about the end of your day there. You got the, yeah, it's got, quarter past nine in the evening. There we go. So it's about time to wrap it up. But uh, hey, thanks so much for taking the time. And uh, and really, really, Perfect really, time. really. Hey, hey, so before we get into talking some plumbing here, we're going to do that here. And about the next 30 minutes, we'll we'll be, we'll be talking, uh, you know, plumbing business and that kind of stuff here. But uh, before we do that, uh, you know, would you tell us a little bit about yourself, something you do, you know, what you guys like to do outside of plumbing? Yeah, um, you might detect that I don't have a British accent. I'm actually originally from New Zealand. I, I'm and, learning about uh, yeah, yeah. we got lots of some, uh, I guess what they call them, Kiwis. Yeah, you, that's what, you do have that kind of accent. Yes. Yes, I am a Kiwi. Uh, and I'm married to an Albanian. Uh, and Albania is in Europe near Croatia and Greece. Cool. And um, I've been in the United Kingdom for 15 years now. Uh, and we started our business about nine years ago. Uh, and it was just me and my husband, and he had his van and he had his tools, mm -hmm. and uh, he set out, and I did all the marketing and sales and networking to try to drum up some business for him, because in those first few months, I also uh, got pregnant, so I had nine months to get some business to keep him busy. You had a deadline, a real deadline. <laughs> I did, yes. And right, so. outside of plumbing, we yeah, enjoy it. My husband loves to cook. He he's amazing in the kitchen. Uh, he's got a wood fire pizza oven and a spit roaster. <laughs> so we really enjoy our food and our wine. There we go. <laughs> All right, that sounds good, man. So you got. Uh, I mean, that sounds like a pretty good team there. And along with uh, what you had a master plumber and then also a master cook. It sounds like and. Uh, yeah, it sounds like sounds like a pretty good deal. Always, yeah, he always said if he uh, if he wasn't a plumber, he'd probably be a chef. There we there we go. What well, is artistic? You know, the best plumbers um, tend to have a little bit of you know artistic ability about them. You know, in an artistic yeah, eye. Absolutely. Yep. He's made um, an amazing light fitting out of copper pipe, and he's also hmm. made bar stools out of um, uni strut and yeah. all sorts of. Um, Bits and bobs he can find from his plumbing sites. All right, cool. Bits, and, I like that. The love of Laura, just you know, we like the, we we love the language. And one of the cool things is, is it's our privilege here is we we get to talk to um, you know guys and gals. You know, uh, I call them my plumbing bros. And I got a plumbing sister on now yeah. from all over the world. It's just a little different, uh, you know, the different uh, way we we talk about things like bits and bops and that that kind of stuff. And I love it. You know, it's just, it's just so much fun, you know, and what the, what, what this is all about though, too, with, with potty talk live is, you know, even though we all kind of come from a different part of the world and may have a different little bit of speech and some little bit, you know, culturally a little, little different that the plumbing and plumbing business is really pretty much all the same. It really ties us together. And, you know, that's why I call us, you know, you know, the plumbing bros, our plumbing sisters, um, because we have that in common, you know, and, and it's just amazing. Yeah. You know, so what, so how did you tell us a story? Um, you know, so how did you get, you weren't always in plumbing, you know, you weren't, you know, how did you wind no. up getting, deciding, you know, that aha moment or that, you know, that tipping point that, that you decided to, you know, start the plumbing business with your husband? Well, um, going right back, uh, when I was a young girl, I actually said specifically, I was never going to marry a plumber because I thought <laughs> that they were just, 
all they did all day was plunge toilets and um, did really dirty, yucky work. So I was determined not to end up marrying a plumber. Uh, and obviously I did. Um, I was in theatre actually in New Zealand. I did a qualified university in a theatre and English degree. And um, as every struggling thespian, I worked in hospitality doing waitressing while I was hoping for my big moment on the stage, uh, which never happened. And um, eventually, after leaving New Zealand, I lived in Australia for a while and moved to the United Kingdom. And I was only going to stay here for six months. And I met my husband very early on and ended up staying here. And uh, I was working in hospitality doing marketing and sales and events. And my husband said uh, he really wanted to go out on his own because he was working for a uh, Irish-based plumbing firm in North London. And he'd reached a ceiling and decided it was time to start his own plumbing business. And this was in 2008, around about the time that the economic recession really hit the UK. Um, but we didn't really think about that. It, it didn't even mind at the time. So we decided one night over some tapas and a bottle of Rioja at our favourite Spanish restaurant <laughs> that um, we would set up our own plumbing company and also try and have a baby. And within one month, I was pregnant and the company was registered at Company's House and we were ready to go. Uh, so that was in late 2009. Uh, so then I spent the nine months networking and I was determined to make sure ONTAP Plumbers was set up properly and we had a vision. We wanted to raise the reputation and the image of plumbing uh, because in the United Kingdom, I'm not sure if it's the same in, in the United States, but uh, tradesmen, builders have a bit of a bad reputation. They get called cowboys. Yeah, so I, I wanted to make sure our company stood out from everybody else and we were reliable and showed that you could have a really good, reliable, efficient, trustworthy plumbing company. And I think being a woman running a plumbing company helped customers feel a bit more like they could trust us and that we were honest, um, which I think helped us drive the business forward in those early days when we were doing domestic plumbing. Because often in a house, it's the woman that calls up and says, I've got a plumbing problem, or it's the woman that wants to choose that new bathroom suite. So it's usually once I booked the, the um, appointment in the diary and organised for my husband to visit the house, it was usually the woman in the house that he dealt with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And yep. that's what, and uh, yeah. on that, yeah. first of all, I love yeah. how much yeah. we have in common here. How much we have in common here. I swore that I would never I get in. I would never get in. And then, um, and I'm sorry, um, we're, we're getting an echo here. I can hear it. Um, you, know, you have a speaker on there. I don't know if we need to turn that off or not. But we're getting an echo. Um, I don't know if you have headphones or another device taken out. But uh, it's very similar, Anne, that uh, I swore I would never be in plumbing because I knew plumbers, you know, not that I would ever marry one, but I swore I'd never be in one, <laughs> be in plumbing. And I, I was into uh, entertainment and, and I was uh, playing music in Nashville, working on a Nashville country music career here in the U.S. And, and it just didn't go wow. off, you know, and that kind of a thing. And so I had nothing, you know, I thought, well, I better try this uh, plumbing thing. And, and the lovely Laura and I over, uh, you know, a couple beers. We didn't do the wine, but over a couple beers, decided <laughs> to start the, the plumbing business. So I, I find that so fun and fun and interesting there. And I, yeah, I love the point that you make. And on, on that point, if we could talk maybe just a moment about that, of how yes, it's it, it's this way in the, in the states as well, and what we call residential service. Um, it's usually when we call them the house manager. That's what we would call them in, in our business. Is the house manager is usually um, the woman of the house. All right. They're making decisions. They're the, ones, they're the ones calling. They're the ones there making the, the decisions. And so it's learning to, as men, um, you know, dealing with um, uh, dealing with a woman. And you know, we can't be our normal, you know, the guys. You know, you know, a guy. We're talking guys, and I'm talking to you guys out there because I know guys. I'm a guy, so I know guys. You know, what what um, on that? What advice can you give to you know the, the male plumbers? You know, and the, the 
you know, the business guys and even even the, the plumbers that uh, are, are watching and listening that, uh, you know, work for another company, but are going into these homes, you know, or, you know, what advice can you give to to the guys to, you know, um, when they're when they're working with a, a female customer? You know, maybe, you know, how do you train your guys to deal with female customers? Um, so, well, our guys, uh, we work on commercial construction sites now. Um, so it's a little bit different. The business model's changed a lot since the early days. Um, but what I used to say to my husband is, one, you need to look professional and they need to be able to trust you. And if you turn up looking scruffy, a bit dirty, then it's, it's going to be, you're going to get on the back foot straight away. So things like turning up in a nice, clean van that has a sign on it actually really helps raise that trust with trust with the client because um i'm not sure about in the u.s but here in the uk a lot of tradesmen drive around in very dirty vans with yep. um newspapers and coffee cups all over the front window and yep. then they all look like yeah and they all look like they've been working um yeah. and they've got rips and clay paint and cigarettes exactly right. um and that that does not help the, the reputation of the industry doesn't even help in, encourage young people to come into the industry, but that's a whole different subject. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I said to my husband early on was, do you realize that you're our best salesman for the company? And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm a plumber. I'm not a salesman. And I said, well, funny you say that <laughs> because you hey, are there in front of the of a salesman because he got you, you know, he had to do some kind of selling, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's true. But um, I said, you're the, you're there in front of the customer. That's the perfect opportunity for you to sell our services. You know, you'd be called out for a £70 call-out charge. But I said, while you're there, have a chat to them about servicing their boiler or any other potential plumbing work that they might need. Um, and eventually he got it. And once you really understand that you're more than just a plumber, you know, you, you, are the, you are everything to that business. And if, if you are confident and you can sell yourself, then the customer will feel confident about having you work in their house. There is so much there, guys. And it's just thrown a whole <laughs> gold mine at you. I mean, you guys got to listen up to that. You know, I, I work, you know, I do, you know, personal coaching, you know, and that kind of thing, you know, with guys all over. And that that's the thing of, you know, it's getting over that hump of you're not just a plumber, you know, and then the idea of, you know, there, there's an attitude and it's it's everywhere. I mean, everywhere I, where I talk to the, you know, the Aussie guys or, you know, I got the guys in Canada, of course, here in the States. It's no better. Uh, South Africa. And um, it, it's uh, that attitude. Well, I'm a, I'm a plumber. You know, I, I deal with and I always say, well, just because you deal with, you know, excuse me, you know, crap doesn't mean you got to have crap all over you all the time and look like it. Especially when you're walking into someone's home, you know, that doesn't help you get the sale, which is all, you know, ultimately what you want. You want to take care of that customer and you want to be, be their plumber. Right. And so it, it's having that clean truck, yeah. um, the unclean, having your, you know, straighten up your hair, pull the stuff out of your hair, you know, you know, and maybe, like covers on your shoes, even that is really simple, but it shows that you respect their property. Right. Very good. All right, guys, you're, you're hearing it. All right. You're hearing from someone. You started with nothing and now now has, you know, 70 guys uh, working for her and, you know, is gone now from from doing residential service. I'm talking about residential service guys. And we talk about, you know, going into commercial and that's a whole nother tough game. So we're not talking to a pushover here. You know, you know, listen to these kinds of things. You know, it, it matters. man. so so and what um, when you started out and you know, I know you started out and you're now in the commercial and you do some big stuff. But you, know, you started out and you went into residential service. Um, is, is what we call it. Is that what you call it? You know, going into homes. Um, what was something that's domestic? What What was something that surprised you? You know, because you know you, you're educated. Um, you know, you're working another professional. You know, career. So you you get it. So you started this business. You know, but what surprised you about when you started your plumbing business that you weren't expecting? Oh. That's a question I hadn't thought about. Got me. You've caught me there. Um, what surprised me was um, how much demand there is out there for a plumbing company that, that can deliver on time, on budget, 
um, and professionally and reliably, reliably. Everywhere we go, people say, oh, I need a plumber. I need a plumber. I can't find a decent plumber. There is so much business out there for plumbing and tradespeople. Um, that really that really did surprise me. Um, and, and the fact that being a, a tradesperson or a plumber means you can work in any country. As you say, it doesn't matter where you are. It's all the same. Plumbing seems to be the same worldwide. Um, so that surprised me. Um, also, the fact that um, that people they 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 didn't have a, a really high expectation of you when you arrive at their house. They automatically don't really trust people, uh, tradespeople, very much. Right. Um, so, you, so you really do start on the back foot because often people have had a bad experience. Mm -hmm. um, so you really have to work quite hard to gain that trust. Um, early on, um, yeah, so I think that surprised me as well. Oh, great, great answers there, um, Anne. I'll, you know, thank you for that. You're, uh, I'll, send a, I'll send a check over to you after that because that's great stuff there because I'm always talking about, the, you know, to the guys that it's never been a better time uh, to be, be in the plumbing, the plumbing industry. And, you know, the guys say, well, there's not enough work. There's, not, there's plenty of work. There's plenty mm -hmm. of customers who are looking for uh, a company that they can trust. That is so. That is so true. And hey, we, hey, Ann, we have a question here from Tyler. Hey, Tyler, how's it going, yep. brother? Um, Tyler, uh, Ann, uh, Tyler, asks, uh, what was your mindset behind the switch from residential service to uh, commercial work? Hi, Tyler. Um, so the decision to switch was because uh, it was a number of factors, actually. One, I we'd had a couple of children by this point when we decided to focus com on commercial solely. And I really wanted my husband at home. I didn't want him in his van, out at night time, all weekend. I really wanted him at home with me and the children. And commercial work is usually an eight to five, Monday to Friday game. Um, also, residential work, you need to get a lot of clients for volume. So to get one call out, it's a lot of work, a lot of marketing, a lot of sales, a lot of activity just to get, you know, 10 call outs, for example. Whereas commercial work, we only need three, four or five clients and they just give us continual work, which goes on for a, a, a guaranteed duration. So some of our contracts can go for up to three years. So we know that we have a guaranteed income for a three-year period, no matter what. Whereas when you do domestic, that one-hour call-out, that's it. You might not get another job after that. So it, it was more of a, you know, confidence that we that we had a longevity in the business. Mm -hmm. And and I, I agree and with I, that. I agree a little bit. Commercial work here is a little different. It's a it's a really tough nut. Uh, the big companies here kind of control it. And the little guys, when I call it, you know, our little guys, the guy starting out, you know, with a plumbing truck, you know, may have a plumbing truck and their buddy, you know, that kind of thing and starting out commercial work, that kind of stuff is really hard to get into um, over here. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of politics involved, you know, for, for that kind of stuff. So, um, hey, we got. Uh, yeah, it looks like your husband here. The other half of Ann. There we go. All right. There's the other half of Ann. I got to see him earlier. All right. So, well, how was that switch? Let's let's talk about that. You know, it's um, you know, that's a tough game. You know, and I imagine st it's still a tough game over in the UK. So, what what was the difference for you? What what? How did you have to adapt your, your business model um, to play that game? The whole business has changed, and when you enter the commercial world, it's not just about plumbing anymore. Uh, it's, there's so much more involved around financing, payment terms, securing loans, uh, mm -hmm. recruiting large volumes of plumbers. Uh, and in the UK, we have a shortage of skilled plumbers. So there's an added challenge of that. Um, and as you've probably heard about this horrific Brexit that's happening to the UK, uh, that has an impact because a lot of uh, plumbers in central London doing commercial work are not from the UK. It's estimated around 50% of, of construction workers in London are not from the United Kingdom. Um, so we have that added uh, pressure on us. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty much a whole new game. And what we actually, what has been great though in London is there's been a big boom in commercial construction. London's, uh, the landscape of London has completely changed since we've, well, since just before we started our business, which we, which we didn't foresee. Uh, whereas the tallest building used to be 18 floors. Now I think we're going up to the 50s and 60s and the architecture's changed dramatically. Uh, so it's very different um, and it's domestic is a lot more relaxed. Uh, you, you don't even have to be qualified in the United Kingdom to set up your own plumbing company, put your name on the side of a van and out you go and sell your wares. You can get away with not even being qualified, um, but not on the commercial sites. So the quality of the installation is probably on the higher side due to the level of uh, qualification that's required to get on those sites. Yeah. So how did your husband, this is a question for your husband, the same kind of, you know, you're, it sounds like you're, you're handling the business side of things and working with that. So how did, how was the transition from, you know, working or developing, um, as you call, you know, residential crews or I forget domestic crews versus going into the commercial side of thing and, and, and developing the, you know, the commercial crews, you know, how, how was that, uh, um, you know, how, how'd you deal with that? So in the United Kingdom at plumbing colleges, people are taught domestic or residential uh, plumbing. They're not taught commercial plumbing. So we do, um, to start with, have to show some residential or domestic plumbers how to do commercial work. But again, it's not that dramatically different from residential work. It's just on a larger scale. And there's so much more attention to detail. Uh, you know, pipe work has to be put in exactly the right location that it shows on the drawings. Um, it's It can be almost an art, and some of the guys get really, really excited about showing how beautiful their pipe work looks. But in a domestic setting, the pipe doesn't isn't seen, it's not visible. It can be hidden behind plaster and wood and all sorts of things. So they don't have to, you know, the, the install can be a lot more relaxed, um, but not on the commercial sites. So it's, it, it's, it's tricky getting the guys up to speed and getting the quality that you need. Um, so that's why we start working with apprenticeships, doing apprenticeships and okay. having uh, apprentices from the plumbing colleges. Okay, so there's hey guys, there's just a you know a nugget of gold there, you know that that concern of finding good you know qualified you know quality um, um, workers, you know sounds like you you kind of go right to the right to the fountain so to speak, you know, and and try to go through the the, the technical schools or try to get them out of you know right out of school, and then build apprentice programs and develop them yourself. Is that what is that what you're doing? That's right. So a couple of years ago, I realized that um, my husband's biggest problem was uh, recruiting plumbers. So I said to him, why don't we just go directly to the colleges and get some plumbers there? And yes, we do need some more plumbers in the industry. So why don't we start talking to high schools and trying to talk young people into into careers in construction? And I said to my husband, where do you think all these young people are hanging out? You know, how can we talk to them, communicate with them? And he's like, I don't know. And I said, social media. They're on YouTube, Facebook. They're on Snapchat. They're on Instagram. So I said, why don't we set up some social media channels and start showing these these young people how cool plumbing can be, um, what a plumber's life can be like. Because the plumbers here in the UK, particularly in the commercial um, sites, can earn some serious dosh. So yeah. I said, why? Well, show these young people how how what a, a successful plumbing career can give them and we use social media to do that there we go hey huge uh, huge nugget there guys you listening up to that i know because that that's one of the excuses a lot of guys use is i can't find good guys oh they're crying in their fruit loops you know and that, that kind of thing i get it but it's uh man great you know go where the where the young guys are hanging out you know and, and, and go go right there um, you know, cause, um, and we do have, you know, here in the U S you know, our schools, our high schools really aren't open to us going into them cause they're more pushing, you know, getting, getting the kids at university and getting them in debt and going that rate, you know, that route, well, you know, our 
country was built by the trades, and there was a time when that was that was popular. Um, but we've we've gone the university route, and um, it was really pushing that. So it's hard to go into your university here in the U.S. Um, or not university, but the high schools, and and have a chance to talk with the kids. But but that thing of going to where the kids are and showing them, and that's what we say here. You know, over here in the U.S., you can be a service plumber, and no matter where you're at, you can make six figures a year, which is a is good money here, good money here in the U.S. You know, and um, and so you know, if just showing them, I love love that idea, guys, of just you know, going where they're at, building up. So it's, you set up some social sites, maybe, and just showing them, you know, what kind of life they can have, and 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 that interest, and just kind of recruiting in that area. So, man, good stuff there, great stuff there. So, where do you expect? Um, you know, your business to be a year from now, you know, what, what, what are you doing next? Well, <laughs> um, what we, what we do is part of what's called a mechanical package in a commercial construction site. So I'm not sure how it works in the U S but plumbing comes under pl public health and that is alongside other mechanical services such as air conditioning, ventilation, electrics, uh, duct work, things like that. So when a large construction site is being put out to tender, the contractor will separate the packages into public health, pipe fitting, air conditioning. So my husband and I are working on a concept of uh, rather not just doing the public health, but also doing the other elements of the mechanical packages pulling them all together under an umbrella group and instead of um, instead of just sticking to public health, we could do all the services, which makes us more diverse um, and something that we can go direct to the main contractors with. There we go. So we're looking to pay for a little bit more than just plumbing. <laughs> there we go. It's kind of like uh, you want to become like the specter of uh, you know, my, my, my favorite movie series. I'm, I'm a James Bond fan. So, you know, I'm an American that loves James Bond. You know, I can't, I can't help it, you know, over uh, Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. You know, I'm a, and Daniel Craig's my favorite Bond, by the way. I think he's the coolest Bond. Anyways, you got Spectre. Whoa, I love Pierce Brosnan. What's that? I quite like Pierce Brosnan as a, as a Bond. Well, he's kind of too much. He's a pretty boy. I like, he's pretty. You know, I can see that. Okay. <laughs> I like a guy with some scars, a little rough, you know, kind of really. So anyway, so <laughs> well, we're talking, I'm talking guys with Ann. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ann. You're so cool, man. Hey, I want to give, hey, I'm going to give Ann, give you a chance here to uh, catch your breath here. We're going to have Ann right back here and, and she's going to, she's going to share with us how she balances you know, growing and operating a multi-million pound plumbing company and having a life, all right? And how you can too, all right? So stick around. She's going to, you know, she's going to have a lot to say about that. But hey, I got a question for you guys, all right? We've been talking about customers. Even Ann brought it up. It's difficult getting these customers in. And once you get to customers, the last thing you want to do is lose them because, you know, they fell through the cracks or you double book them or you forgot about them, you know? Try telling your customer you forgot about them. They won't be your customer anymore, Okay. Hey, but uh, you don't have to deal with those what I call customer killers because with Jobber service management software, Jobber makes it easy for you to schedule your customers, okay? So no more double bookings. Jobber makes it easy for you to dispatch your calls and, and Jobber makes it easy for you to keep track of your guys. So as you're growing, you got to keep track of these guys. You got to have a way of doing that. And Jobber even makes it easy for you to pay your customers and that's what it's all about. All right. If you're not making money, it's a hobby. And all right, this ain't a hobby. Jobber saves you time, saves you money. Jobber saves you customers. And right now you can try Jobber free for 14 days and receive 20% off your first six months. All right. You heard me right, bro. I hooked you up. Okay. So just do it. Go to www.themilliondollarplumber.com forward slash Jobber to get your free 14 day trial and 20% off your first six months of Jobber. You and your customers will be glad you did, all right? And speaking about making it easy for your customers to pay you, Square Payment Processing does just that, all right? With Square, there's no more waiting around to get paid for that job you did last month, you know that? Or no more chasing down customers for late pays. Isn't that a fun time, you know? I'm about to ask Ann about that, how she handles that, all right? No more, you know, 
just um, robbing from Paul to pay Peter. You guys know that saying, you know, you're taking money from over there to try to pay this. There's no more of that because with with uh, Square, you literally just swipe and you get the money in the bank right then. OK, by the next business day it makes it easy for the customer to pay you. And right now, signing up for Square is free. It's free. So there's no excuse. You pay only when you make a sale. And there are no monthly or hidden fees. And you pay the same rate for all major credit cards. So there's no gaming there, okay? And right now, you'll also receive free processing on up to $1,000 in credit card transactions on your first 180 days. Can you say more money in the bank? Yes, you can. For details, go to www.themilliondollarplumber.com forward slash square. And start swiping today. Hey, let's get Ann back here and find out how she balances all this. Building a, a multi-million pound company and having a life too. And uh, see if how she can share how we can do the same thing. You and I, all right? So, hey, Ann, welcome back. Hey, so how do you do Hi. it? Hi there. How do you grow, you know, how are you growing and operating, you know, this, this multi-million pound operation and it sounds like you're living. I mean, you're there, you know, you're there at your home. You got uh, you got a beautiful family. Um, you know, it sounds like you guys get out and do stuff, you know. So, you know, I mean, how do you how, how do you do that? It's well, kind of a loaded question. Gonna, yeah, exactly. There's a few things that um, that you need to always understand is that you can't do everything. And that's one thing that a trade tradesman, in my experience, tradesmen seem to think that they can do everything but you can't you should really if you want to grow your business you have to recognize the skill set that you have and then get other people around you that are good at the things that you're not good at uh, and that is the, the best way to start building your business and they don't necessarily cost a lot of money a bookkeeper doesn't cost a lot of money uh, we used an online uh, cloud-based accountancy software system called zero and that yes. helps us yeah, and that helps us see, um, you know, produce invoices really easily. You can create budgets. You can do estimates. Um, using one of those software systems can help speed up the process and make things look really professional. Um, with uh, what we do now, in order to scale up our business, we've actually gone in, I think it's nine years now, from just me and my husband to a team of 70 plumbers and a team of 12 in the office. Um, so in order to do that, uh, it's been yeah, it's been an uphill battle, and it always is every day. We are constantly learning because neither of us were, you know, we, neither of us went to school and did business management. Neither of us qualified in um, business. We're, we're learning as we go, but we're very quick learners. And I think that well, once you enter the world that we're in now, there's a lot more challenges. You, you know, my side of the business, I manage the money and the marketing. I call myself the M&M and my husband runs the operational side of it. And I don't try to tell him to, how to do his job and he doesn't try to tell me how to do my job. So we work really, really well together. I think um, having two people at the helm running the business is a big advantage um, because we can bounce ideas off each other. You know, um, our our evenings, our, our date nights are, are not just sitting there talking about the kids. They're talking about how we're going to take over the world. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Some of the conversations with lovely Laura. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, I love that, Anne. Hey, guys, you listen up there. And, and Anne, I just love how, how you put it. And that's how winning is done. And and uh, what I wanted the guys to hear, look, um, this isn't about uh, Anne being a being a woman in a business, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, winners are winners, you know, no matter where they come from. And, um, you know, whether the male, female, you know, what, uh, you know, what, you know, country line, you know, race, all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter. Winners are winners. And they have a few few different outlooks, you know, on, on life. And one is just like Anne, what, what you said is is not trying to do everything yourself. And I, I agree with you with trades guys trades guys men tend to want to i've got to do everything myself and it's machoing it down and just pushing and all that and you just can't do it and you certainly can't you can't scale that and can't grow that and then also i love the thing of of learning you know you're always learning i mean look i mean you hey guys guys we're talking with uh with a woman that that's uh, founded and operating a you know again a, a multi-million pound company and growing but always looking to learn I, I, there's something I don't know. I need to, I need to learn more, I need to learn more. 
And um, that that is amazing. And then I, lo- I love the attitude. And um, we, we have a heart, uh, the, the lovely Laura and I, you know, we founded our business and that we became very successful. And it was a, a dual. I agree. It was it took two of us and a husband and wife team. And, and I'll admit, I know in, in this in this realm here, the million dollar plumber realm, I'm the face, you know, <laughs> I get to, all right. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I'm living the rock and roll dream, you know, and the funny guy, but the brains are sitting right over here, you know, right, right, right. There. <laughs> and so, and we get that. We, we kind of know where each other's space was, but that's made it possible. And it's also been a lot of fun and, and exciting. And, and I agree, you know, on the date nights, it's the same kind of thing for, for almost over 25 years. We've, we've had a date night with running the business. And I'm sure you and your husband face it, you know, the, you know, you're making business decisions and, and the stuff that I mean it's working. You're in the fight, right? You're fighting, not fighting necessarily yeah. fighting with each other. But I mean, you're you're in the you know, you're in the ring and um, you're getting it done and business is tough and you, you both have different ideas and you're doing your stuff. And but we always in the same thing here. We always had a date night and always have it's Friday nights and we have a date night and we'll go out. And sometimes, you know, it depends on how well the weeks have been and whatever where we're at on whether, you know, how much we spend, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you have, you know, McDonald's over there, but you know, when we were starting out, there was, there was McDonald's, you know, now it's, you know, now we get a lot of steaks and that kind of, it's fun, but, um, but it was the same kind of a thing, you know, where, uh, you know, we're talking about us and that kind of stuff, but then we're also planning on how we're taking over the world, you know, so, you know, I love it. And it's those kind of, you know, that added, always looking, you know, that that, that next level growing. So man, I love it, Ann. Great stuff there, guys. I hope you're listening to that. So, hey, Ann, um, share a, um, a personal habit, you know, that sets your day up for, for uh, success. Oh, wow. Personal habit that sets me up for success. Um, I have a habit of writing lots of lists. It drives my husband crazy. But it's, it's, it's like a brain dump. I just um, and I do and I do it every day. So it might still have the same information from the day before and the day before and the day before, but it's it's just a way of me kind of setting myself up for the day. Um, so that's one of my habits that I start with. Uh, and every day is completely different because we have three young children. Some days I have to ferry them off to school, um, so yeah, that that takes a bit of effort. And then some days. We both commute into London because our business is based in central London. So we have to get on the train and go into London in the morning. So, you know, for example, tomorrow morning, I'm going to a women's networking breakfast um, that I go to every month. Uh, So and then the next day, uh, I think we're staying in London overnight because the Ed Sheeran concert's on and one of our suppliers that's one of the biggest plumbers merchants in, um, in the world. I think they're in the US as well. They've invited us for a VIP hospitality experience at the Ed Sheeran concert at Wembley. Nice. So, nice. yeah, we get lots of fantastic um, opportunities. There are yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anne, you're like, a, see, you guys, I can tell you're the brains because my wife and partner does the same thing, business partner. It's lists. And uh, I, I, I think she just makes lists just to be able to check the things off. I mean, it's just, you know, check the things yeah. off. You very, love check- satisfying. Oh, very satisfying. Very sad. Yep, it is very sad. Oh, man. <laughs> I, and I hate those lists, you know? <laughs> Brings out the list and reminds me what I got to do and stuff. So I just want to be the face, you know? Just like, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, man. So, Ann, what's, um, what's um, a software or a tech gadget or something that helps you run your plumbing business? You, you mentioned one, Zero, which is great stuff. Do you still use Zero for, you know? Yes. Yes, well, I've used Zero for about five years, I think. Now we used to use uh, um, another one called Cashflow, mm-hmm. and then we changed over to Zero, um, partly because I'm Zero's from New Zealand, and so am I. So yeah. I have a little bit of an affiliation, but also it's a fantastic um, piece of technology which allows us, because it's cloud-based, to be able to access it wherever, whenever. And we can pull off reports from that that show us at any point in time exactly how the business is going. Um, so it's, it's so many functions about it. And for us, especially now, and always actually, money is really, really important when you're running a business because there's no point in Wait. being in business if you're not making. That's right. Did you guys hear that? I'm sorry, Anne. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to hear. Do you guys hear that? 
money is very important in running your business, knowing your numbers. That's coming from someone who's growing a multi-million pound company. So I'm, I'm talking, I'm sorry, and I'm getting all my guys here yeah. in the U.S. Right? And even the guys, you know, the guys I coach, whether, know your numbers. Money is very, very important. There's no excuse, right? No, no excuse whatsoever. Because there's no point in running a business if you're not making any money. Can you say that again, please, Dan? <laughs> there is no point running a business if you are not making any money. Profit is it's more profit as well is more important than turnover. Oh man. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh I don't want to I love you, Anne. I love, <laughs> love it. So, it's so cool. Collaborate on something. Yeah, that's I would love. Hey, yeah, we're in show business. We got show business backgrounds, yeah. both of you and I. We should, we should do something, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I love it here. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jim, how you doing this evening? We have uh, yeah, Jim um, here from the States says, um, howdy, Richard and Ann and nice plumbers. There we go. All right. Hi, Jim. He, he's one of our rock and roll plumbers. We, we got a lot of uh, plumbers we talk to are, you know, you know, play instruments and rock bands and that kind of stuff. So he, he's one of our, oh, he's cool. one of our nice plumbers. He, he, he has a nice business, just a good guy. He represents the industry really well here in the States and, and around the world. He's just a good guy. So, hey, howdy, Jim. So, and yeah, I love it. You know, the numbers are so important. And um, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you mentioned that, you know, and, and um, you know, it's important to know your numbers. And if you don't know your numbers aren't making a profit, it's just, we call it a hobby. I don't know what you call it over there. You might as well just, you know, just be playing at something. I don't know. You know, so there you have it. Hey, Ann, it's, uh, it's been great having you on. I mean, I've loved this. I've been looking forward to uh, talking with you. And again, I thank you so much for your time. And, but before you go, just, just one more question here for you. Um, before you go, what, what's the best advice that you've ever received that, that you would share, you know, share with the guys and gals out there? Um, so actually for me, the best piece of advice I ever received was from my father, who's a successful businessman in his own right in New Zealand, not in plumbing. But uh, he said to me way back in the early days when we were running the domestic company, and sometimes things can just get a little bit on top of you and you start to get a little bit emotional or sensitive or a customer says something and, and you take it a little bit personally. He said to me, don't take it personally. It's business. Um, if, you, if you're going to take it personally, then you shouldn't be in business. So I think that was that's one thing that's always stuck with me. And um, I've never I've, I've never looked back since. And I, we really, both of us, shut down that kind of emotional response to the way customers, you dealt with customers. And, and we found it's helped us develop our business. Oh, great. Such great advice there. You're right. It ain't personal, it's business, and it's knowing the business, man. Great advice, and obviously, you know, you're doing it, and, and I'm sure it's friendly. You can still do business and be friendly, right? You still be friendly and take care of people. Absolutely. You have to be. Absolutely, you right. have to be friendly. Just don't right. take it personally, that's all. If somebody doesn't want to use you, then that's their choice. That's right, that's right. Just let it go and move on to the next. Exactly. Oh, and this has been great. Love having you on. Um, thank you so much, you know, at the end of your day there and you're away from your family and, you know, taking the time to be on the show, such great information. And, um, Hey, before, before I let you go, I just want to say too, cause we didn't get to talk beforehand. Um, you know, we're going to, as we take you out here, Hey, stick around here so I can talk to you after we stop talking to everybody else. All right. If you'll stick around sure. just so I can. All right. I'd appreciate that. So again, thank you so much and, um, look forward to talking to you again. All right. Right. Will do. Hey, thanks, Ann. All right, there we go, Mr. Ann. Mr. Oh, man, smack me. Sweetheart, smack me upside the head. All right, Miss Ann Timpany. All right, founder of ONTAP Plumbers out of St. Albans, UK. And uh, yes, thank you, Jim. Thank you. Great guest as usual, Richard. I, yeah, great guest. A lot of information there. You know, guys, I hope you were listening in on that. Um, you know, listen to the recast over on you know, YouTube, uh, the, you know, Million Dollar Plumber uh, YouTube channel there there we have her winning an award there she had a lot of great information in, in there you know in the short time we're just kind of skimming over stuff um look you know to, to go from nothing you know to you know multi-millions of pounds 
and, and, you know, going from uh, doing domestic, you know, um, you know, service work to, you know, the commercial, I mean, it's just, uh, there's a lot of information there. I mean, you, you gotta be sharp and on top of it there. So, um, great. I, I'd love, uh, loved having her on. So, Hey, I'd love to have you on as well. If you like, you got a story, don't be intimidated. Don't be scared guys. Don't be scared of the girl. Okay. <laughs> you know, all right. Hey, don't be scared. You got a story too. And, um, we'd love to hear your story. The plumbing world is waiting to hear your story. You have nuggets of gold to share and drop on us. So come on over. Be my guest here on Potty Talk Live. Go over to www.pottytalklive.com. Scroll on down to the Be My Guest button. Click it. And just, uh, you know, only stipulation, you got to be a plumber in plumbing. All right. And, uh, or a plumbing business owner. Okay. So um, this is a, thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. Just, um, you know, we'd love to have you on the show. We'll have a good time. You see how uh, this is fun and love to have you there. Hey, and if you also, if you like again, check out, read, guys, go back and take a look at this episode and listen to what Ann, you know, was saying. There had, had a lot there. Just listen to what, uh, what she was talking about, okay? I know you can get caught up in her accent. It's kind of fun. I, I like that Kiwi accent too, you know, okay? <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So we'll go back and listen to what she had to say. And um, you, know, you can check that out there at the YouTube channel, The Million Dollar Plumber. And um, you can see other episodes, okay? A lot of other great guests, um, you know, all kinds of experience there, all kinds of, uh, it's just a gold mine of, uh, of information there. So go check that out. Hey, while you're there, also um, hit the, uh, the subscribe button there. I think it's about like in this area and uh, help us get the word out, okay? So there you have it. Also, I got a reminder here, the free report. Um, you got to know this stuff, uh, you know, um, Ann and, and uh, you know, she she learned it pretty quick and uh, she was throwing these things out, these principles. She even spoke of a couple of these principles. You got to know these things to be successful. And uh, here I have it down in my, my uh, little e-booklet here for you and it's free. So there's no excuse, no excuse. You know, do what she does. You learn. OK, you learn. And so get this so you can learn. Type free in the comments and I'll get it right out to you. So, all right. There we have it, sweetheart. I'd love, love this program, this list episode. Awesome. awesome. Yes. Yes, it is. Hey, but before, uh, you know, it is probably time to flush this episode, you know, about time to flush it. But before I let you go, I do want to remind you again that you are purposefully and wonderfully created and you were created to do great things. All right, I'm talking to you, bro. You look great at the do great things. So when you're out there doing your thing, as always, unlike a champion.